Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. You're listening to the Unjust Around Podcast, brought to you by Macy's. I'm L'Oreal. And it's your girl, Claudia Jordan. What's going on? Oh, my God. What an exciting week we have ahead of us, Claudia. Are you ready for this? I'm always ready. Oh, my God. This conversation is going to keep revisiting us okay. over and over. And that's the 50-50 conversation. Mm. Should you be going 50-50 in a relationship? And what about if that person is a multi-millionaire? But you're not. No, I think you should put a little bit more down because I'm probably be making up for it in other ways. Really? Yeah. Well, we're going to talk about that because social media was definitely in a frenzy this past week when Gabrielle Union admitted to splitting the bills 50-50 with her former NBA player husband, Dwayne Wade. And he makes like four, I think he's worth four or five times more than her. Yeah, I think he, I believe he's worth $200 million. She's worth about 40. That's good. I mean, it's both, they're both in a good, you know, good. We'll talk more about that later on in the show. Also, we're going to talk about why we should rush to get married. You did that before. I rushed. I only knew him. Well, we were only dating a couple of months, but, you know, I was so irresistible. He couldn't help himself. I know. That's right. Just couldn't keep his hands off of you. Yeah, but it ended. Uh, well, well, Quickly. we're definitely going to talk about that. Uh, you know, so Rihanna, she's speaking out. She is expecting her second child. And with her boyfriend, ASAP Rocky, who we know and love. And I say boyfriend very uh, strongly because she doesn't plan on marrying anytime soon, even though they have such a great relationship going. Also, Miss Lawrence is here to give <laughs> us the 411. And we'll talk a little bit about other things. But mm-hmm. uh Definitely here to give us the tips on this summer and how we should be looking. And L'Oreal, we're going to get up all up in your business and your DMs because I know they be popping. Yeah, well. Or, um, we, or weird. It's starting to get a little dry because I think people are starting to realize I'm taking. But um, Well, all the sex offenders are coming to mind. I think we should dive into our DMs. I definitely still, you know what? I have an interesting one this week. And I want to know what you think about it. And also something that we talked about last episode that I said we would revisit. Let's do it. Okay, so let's get into the Unjust Run podcast presented by Macy's. And speaking of Macy's, you know they always hold us down on your beauty, on your style for Memorial Day weekend. It is just around the corner. Macy's has everything you need to get the whole crew together. That's the I'm talking about from the little ones to the big ones, mm-hmm. okay? So you can soak in the summer sun outdoor or you could get you some patio furniture. That's I need what you're that. For. I need all that. You got a brand new home that you're furnishing up. I need all I, great bedding at Macy's. Great everything mm-hmm. at Macy's. And you can be pool ready with your sandals, your totes, swimsuits, all that. Check, check, check. Macy's has it. Plus, you can check out Macy's Red, White, and Blue Shop because, you know, 4th of July is right around the corner. So we want to get you ready for that. Head on over to Macy's.com and make sure your man comes with you so y'all could go 50-50. I mean, he can get it over there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He can get that whole bill, right? He can get the whole bill at Macy's because Macy's is reasonable with the price. It is. So you got it, boo. 
I'm not going to lie. I went to Macy's the other day and spent an unreasonable amount of money. But I did get a lot of stuff. You got mad stuff and real cute and very colorful. That's right. And one of these shirts, these polo shirts I got on right now. So cute. You know, it's Macy's. Okay, so let's talk about this 50-50 situation. Now, Gabrielle Union, as we said, she sat down and did an interview with Idea Generation. And she spoke about her finances and, you know, maintaining a household and saying how she was sometimes a little bit hesitant when it came to spending money. In this household, we split everything 50-50. But in the other households that each of us have to support, it puts this, there's always this like gorilla on your back that it is like, you better work, bitch. You better work, you, bitch, you better work. You know, you, you gonna sleep in? Mm. You know, somebody might not eat. How dare Gabrielle Union call Dwayne Wade's side baby mama gorilla. Oh, um, is that I, who I, she was talking about? I don't. I mean, there was a side baby. <laughs> there was a. You know, I don't. I, I don't <laughs> she called her the gorilla. I don't know how I feel about her saying like you know, <laughs> like she's worth like forty million dollars, and you're really gonna act like that? Like, uh, like it's people that have regular jobs have that pressure. I don't know. I, I don't feel that bad for her. With that much, that's a that's a great amount of worth. That's an amazing amount of money. She, but she put in work. We've seen people lose more, right? So we have seen people blow through fortunes. And I will say in the entertainment industry, even me, we just talked about it. Mm -hmm. I said something the other day where it is times where you have this great abundance of extra money coming mm -hmm. in. And then for a while, it could be nothing. It's literally can be fast or famine. And I understand that. And I do believe she was uh, speaking to being insecure sometimes and feeling like, you know, I got to get it. To, I got to keep it popping. And I think having a really wealthy mate really um, not exaggerates that feeling for you, but it amplifies it. You know, because I remember I date, was dating someone that was making a lot of money and I wasn't really doing that well at the time. I felt a little less value in the relationship, you know, like having less of a say. I just felt weird. I, I felt like I was just like not useless, but I didn't feel good about myself. Don't you think that's your partner's fault, though? And what I mean by that is... If we're a team, right? And I'm not saying because he has 200 million, I got 200 million. But if we're a team, if we're a couple, if we're together, if we decided to say vows to each other, that also means like we got each other's back 110%. There's no reason why I should be daily wondering and scared about my finances when my person is good. I agree. And I have a friend that is going through a situation and she she realized how little she knew about the finances of her husband. And she's really literally at his mercy. Oh, so and, and, sad. It's, and I'm just like, damn, how do, how are you married and with this person? And like your finances were totally separate. And there should be y'all's money. Why not? I think you should. Why not? I've definitely been in a situation. We've talked about this before, but I've never really gone into too much detail. But like I dated somebody who when I met him, I was doing well for myself, but on the come up, right? We grew a business together and it was good at first, you know, and um, I was making my own money. He was already well off. And the more I started to make, the more he resented it, mm -hmm. but didn't show me. I didn't realize that he had an issue with it because he would do it in a way where it'd be like, well, you don't have to do that. I mean, look, you, there's a hundred thousand right there. What you going to work for twenty five hundred for? What are you going to do that appearance for fifteen hundred? You get what I'm trying to say? And I'm mm -hmm. sitting there like, well, he's kind of right. There is like, why am I doing this? And he's like, well, I got you. I'll take it. Like, I got it. I got it. I got it. And then it got to the point where now I'm not working. I have nothing. So that's when he's able to fully control me. That's when I'm not going certain places anymore because I can't afford to. That's when I got to use his gas money to go. Like, and that as a grown up, a grown woman, 
was the most miserable, lowest point in my life. But I'm driving around Musains and uh, supercharged Range Rovers and living in Cali and Jersey. And this, I'm all over the place. I got every bag, every. But I was crying every day and I was miserable because I just literally had nothing. Like nothing. I've heard men speak about how they like women better when they need them. And I think when you become a woman that's extremely successful or popular or popping or all of the above, a lot of men don't really like women like that. They say they do. They say I want someone equally yoked and oh, I would have no problem with my woman being more successful. That is complete BS. And so when when you're in it, you'll see that they don't a lot of it takes a very special man to be able to be okay with that. They feel they need they get their worth from feeling needed. Yeah. We want you though. I'd rather you want I want you than need you. That's what I would think too. I think but that's sexier. But I the problem with that is when you need somebody, you know they're not going anywhere. So that's what I saw. He was trying to create a space where it was like literally dependent on him. I can't go anywhere and I don't want to go anywhere. He that's, wants both. That's a major red flag because if you're worried, if you're doing something to me to make me stay, that means you plan on doing antics to me that would make me stay under uh, other circumstances. Yeah, if you are do. confident in what you bring into your woman, how you treat her, you ain't going to worry about her leaving you because you're like, I know no one's going to be treating you as good as I am. Well, that's why that's the kind of guy as a woman that I believe you should strive for is a guy that also wants to see you be successful and see you do things, not just when it's beneficial to him or not just when it benefits anyone else like they just strictly for you Happy to see you, you do better for yourself mm -hmm. and that's the problem like yes we could grow together but you should want to see a person do good alone absolutely you know the problem is there's way too many insecure people in the in the dating pool they need to get the hell out the water you're in the way you cluttering it you dirty it, you make it filthy and you're making it whack because what are they saying, though? They're like, listen, if you could do it alone, what the hell do you need me for? I, and I've heard women say mm -hmm. that, too. Like, if he if she, he has her that does this, or his mother does this, well, what is he going to need me for? It's like, well, that means you bring nothing to the table and you need to reevaluate your own self. What about people, like, valuing how well they're treated? What do you mean? Like, instead of, like, it's always about the money and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to break you down so you don't work that much mm -hmm. anymore, so you're going to need me. How about me just being a dope-ass partner so I know you'll never leave me because you like the way I treat you, not because I held you financially hostage. Yeah. Well, that's what you strive for, right? But some people have problems and they need help with it and they don't. You know, so if they're holding money over your head, it's because they either lost somebody by not having the money over the like not having money mm -hmm. at the time or whatever they're doing they're trying to prevent from happening again from them getting hurt right mm -hmm. so even when i think about like my ex that did that i think because he didn't have money in the situations that he was in when he was younger he felt now like the people were able to leave him when he was younger or nobody didn't have to watch him he in the house by himself no food, no this, no that. So when you get money, you're like, I'm going to make sure no, nobody don't leave me now. Yeah. You get what I'm trying to say? And it's really a trauma. So it's sad and it's unfortunate. So so people look at someone like me and they be like, oh, you're always trying to fix somebody. It's not that. It's that I've been through things. Like you said, you're misunderstood sometimes. And I felt misunderstood. So I look for that person and I give compassion. Mm -hmm. Not look for, but I find the issue in that person to be sad. 
instead of where other people be like, oh, they're toxic, get away from them. I'm more so like, damn, like, why is this person like that? Mm-hmm. You know, um, especially if I care about them in any kind of capacity. We became friends and then I see you have this toxic trait. Nine times out of ten, people will run to me. I'm like, let's try to fix it and figure it out. I'm all for a good fixing. I'm a fixer-upper as well, mm-hmm. to a fault sometimes. Yeah, Because I, I feel like the only one person's getting fixed. Usually. And I'm like, what it's about, not you. can you help me too? Yeah, no. Like, no, it's not. It's not like, no, okay. Yeah, but sometimes people are that damaged that they can't find and see to help anybody else. So maybe you just was the blessing, and when you get yours, it's going to come from somewhere else. Um, Look, you definitely blessed. So your blessings might come in other ways. I'm tired, though. Sometimes I'm like, I'm tired of saving the world. And that's what I feel like sometimes. I feel like I'm always trying to think about, oh, how can I help this person get more money? How can I help them get their job back? How can I help them get in shape? How can I help them with this? And I wonder, like, is there anyone out there that's thinking that for me? You don't think that you get opportunities and blessed as well? Oh, I, I it's think because I, of what you've done I, for I, others. I think I get opportunities and blessings 1,000% for being a good person. Mm-hmm. But sometimes I want my soul to be tended to where there's someone that's wondering, you know, did I eat today or are you good? But sometimes you're looking over here and people are making sure that. But you're so busy looking maybe for the mate and it might be your friends that's making sure you're good, making sure you ate, making sure. Some people don't got no friends. No, I, So I, you get what I'm trying to say? I have a lot of friends, and sometimes I just wish in some departments a couple of them would... Be better friends? I wish I had a me when it comes to treating. Like, there's there's nothing I won't do. For, like I, I You're never you. going to find a you, so you no, know that. I'm pretty, <laughs> I'm pretty amazing, so you're lucky you have me, Laura. You're never going to... You're lucky to have me too, Claudia. <laughs> I am. Shout out to you. No, no, because that's true. I think sometimes we... And I, I did this the other day, to be honest, and um, that's why I even brought it up, because uh, sometimes I do that, and I'd be like, how come I won't get this. I'm not getting this out of the situation. And then I had to stop and really think about it. I'm like, oh my God, I'm complaining about this to the person that's actually helping me mm-hmm. with this stuff. So I actually called the person I was talking to and I apologized to them. And I was like, listen, I know that I said I be doing all this stuff by myself, but I don't want you to think that I don't appreciate the this, the this, and the that that you did for me. And as a matter of fact, while I'm saying this to you, I'm going to call up two other people that I know has really been helping me. They didn't hear this conversation of me saying, oh, don't nobody help me. But I want them to know that I appreciate them. And sometimes, like, the little bit of time that somebody puts into your thing, you think that it's not that serious, and that was all the time they had, and they gave it to oh, you. Sure. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Sure. So I think sometimes we take things like that for granted. So I wanted to make sure. And the reason why I did that is because actually a person that I helped a lot, a whole lot, and she helped me as well. But she was talking in front of me one day and she was like, nobody helps me with anything. And I'm like, I like literally be using all my favorites for her. And it was like mm-hmm. like a somebody like I literally put on my neck on the line. And for her to say that to me, my feelings was hurt. No, I would I would yeah. definitely feel the way. I don't really mean she didn't more, look at it like that though. I don't really mean more as doing stuff for it, but like I'm I'm big on like checking on people. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I when I'm whenever I'm driving, I'm in traffic, I always go through my phone and I call a few people and I'm like, let me see what's happening with her 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 um child custody case. Let me just see if she my other girl got that movie. Let me I always think of them and like just reach out and like I do be checking on people. See, but that's your your gift to the world. Cause to me, I'm more so the person that now if you were at the end of your wits, and you need somebody or something. If I, now, you could call me. I'll talk to you for two hours. I'll talk you off the ledge. But if it comes to, like, the regular small talk, I'm not that person. And I think mostly because for a living, we talk. I got, at this point, four shows. I'm talking for five, six hours at a time. Look how long we've been talking since you've been here. I'm I don't want to talk on the phone. I, I get it. See, I, <laughs> I, I lost a friend to suicide. Yeah. And I was one of the last people to talk to her. And I wonder, like, I, it just made me look at things differently. Like, you know, when we ignore when our moms be blowing up our phones sometimes. Oh, I don't want to talk to her right now. Oh, you're an annoying friend. But I just kind of think, like, what if that you were the last person at the end of their rope that they reach out to? Yeah. You know what I mean? And I, I don't know. I just look at things. I, I, I've been, you know, I'm at that age now where I'm starting to lose people, more people. So I just want to, like, just do little temperature checks. They don't even have to be long. I'm like that because you, I, I lost people early in my life. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I did, the guy that I was in love with passed away. You know what I mean? Childhood friends. I had a friend that uh, committed suicide when I was in the ninth grade. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like just my uncle, like just so many. I, I lost a lot of people early on in my life. So I feel like death affects me in a total different mm-hmm. way. It's almost like it. I don't want to say it does matter to me. I, obviously, I'm scared of it and everything. But, like, at the same time, like, when you just witness that so much so young, I just think you're kind of, it's like PTSD, a little numb. Oh, you're but, Yeah. So this all came from us talking about 50, Gabrielle. 50-50. 50 <laughs> So, uh, hey, Gabrielle, yeah, you make bread and your husband makes a lot more. I, I think you can take care of a lot of bills with your money, but I, I'm still a little traditional. Like, I still would like a man to take a little bit more of the, the, the weight. I spoke to Jeezy on Morning Hustle Show. And we know Jeannie Mai, she has a job, or had one, Mm because that was at the time when they both were working. Mm -hmm. And I asked him about this, and this is way before the 50-50 talk. I said, does Jeannie have to pay any bills in the house? And he damn near laughed in my face. No is basically the answer. So I do still, I have a lot of respect for the Jeezys of the world that, you know, he's aware that she makes her own money, but he's taking care of the household. But it's weird because how I was raised, my mother was the sole provider for my household. She's a single mom, took care of three girls. My father always instilled in my mind to never depend on a man. Mm-hmm. Never. And if he is a man I'm supposed to be depending on, I'm thinking about him too. Never depend on your ass. You get what I'm saying? You keep telling me never depend on a man, never depend on a man. So I don't. And the one time that I did, I abusive yeah. problem got my ass whooped got stomped out by him like he acts like it never happened you know what I mean mm-hmm. and I would never in my life solely depend on anyone let alone a man never give that power up ladies always, 50, 50, always nothing keep something wrong. I see nothing wrong with 50-50 let me just I don't care if you take the money I give you and put it into account for our children let's figure that out because that's our child 50-50 together okay and 100% of that money could go to our child if you feel like I'm, I'm cool with that even if he makes five times more than you I want to give something. No, no, give something, but 50-50 is what the, the, the percentage. 50-50 to what? Yeah, like if we buying a house, let's go. Yeah, because I when it's time to go, like the monthly bills, do? The monthly bills, the, the food, the electricity. See, but I think monthly bills might be even a little petty for millionaires. And what I mean by that is I'm talking about big purchase. If we buying this house, 
I'm, I'm thinking. It, I'm thinking it is that because she said we split everything. 50, but bro, 50. if you got me splitting a water bill with you, that's, that's a little weird. Fifty or fifty, like what are we supposed to do? <laughs> like and I'm does, not doing that. Does he no. expect her to pay for his mani pedis? What do you think? See, but that's the thing. I'll book an appointment for nails for me and my man to get our nails and feet done in the crib. He gets, like, the, he gets the polish, though. He gets the you're annoying because you're being very being, facetious. No, no. He put he posts the picture up. Dwayne Wade posts. Y'all remember, fellas, he posted a picture of nobody's agreeing with you, Claudia, because true. you're being a no, troll. No, I'm not. No. You're being, we know the troll that you are. First of all, I don't know when you got in the media. <laughs> I, it was a very big story where he was wearing black nail polish and he showed it. It was when he's playing ball. I'm a, okay, you want me to He make it wears back? nail polish all the time. Let's, okay. But you're being shady with no, your No, I'm not. Comments. I just said that she paid for his Everybody's shaking their head, yeah, shade. She pays for his mani pedis, so they, they, like. They, I will say this. They bruzz. She do give a little masculine she energy. Does. She does. She gives masculine, he gets feminine. See, I just say he gets Oh my feminine. God, are we going to be real here or not? We get we be real, but like I say that no, I don't think wearing nail polish is is masculine versus feminine. feminine. Okay, shout out to Nile Rogers from Chic. He wears blue nail polish on his toes since the beginning of time. And I love Nile. And nothing, it's feminine. Nothing feminine about Nile Rogers. And yes, there is his nails. I you wouldn't even Where know that. We, I told you where that. do we draw the line? First, it's the first of all. I'm mad. It's very rock starish, in my well, opinion. Oh, okay. that's what we're gonna go with. First of all, black you, is it, fine. It started with letting them, and I by them. My I said, man's not letting, wearing black. Letting letting men wear all the deep V shirts. Deep V shirts are for girls to now, show. That's dope. If you got the tattoo, hold on, right let, here. Hold on let ah! me let me finish. It's sexy. Okay, <laughs> the deep V is for us to show our cleavage. I like a man with the V, but then they started getting ridiculous, getting all the girl deep Vs. They bought all the deep Vs. Now it's nail polish and it's lashes. We gonna be running out of stuff to make ourselves look. When's cute the last here? time you use nail polish? You get Jella S and S anyway. Yeah, so let them have the nail polish. How come I don't see nothing like Lil Yachty? I think it's kind of fly. Name me someone that has chest muscles, please. No, I'm talking about like what um, Dwayne Wade. He wears nail polish. And it looks nuts. I like it. I don't. Again, I, I don't want it. my man to wear it. Exactly. But, because he that doesn't fit his style. But <laughs> if it fit his style, like if he was like a rock star kind of dude. Okay, what if he's a retired basketball player and he comes to you with some French tips? He gives rock star to me. Dwayne Wade? Yes. When he got out the league, <laughs> not when he was in the league because they not allowed to, they wasn't allowed to dress all crazy because that's when AI was out, right? <laughs> you don't think, he, I like his style. I think it's kind of cool. No, it's it's cool. But how are you trying to drag D Wade? I didn't. First of all, I didn't drag <laughs> D. Drag, he put himself in drag when he painted his nails. Okay, what? <laughs> That's it. And his lips always. I don't want to do this show with you anymore. His lips be looking plush. What? No, but uh, realistically, <laughs> once he had that side baby, she shouldn't have had to pay a dime. That's what I'm saying. Now that I'll say, he stole her nail polish and he made okay, a baby with else. I would go fist stop going. I hate you. I would go 50 50 up into the baby, right? When you find out about the baby, now you got to pay all the bills. And everybody acts like it didn't happen. Where is that baby? <laughs> Where is that baby, you guys? Where's the baby? How much do you think C so he so maybe he's not worth 200 million? You know what I'm saying? He gave them a lot of money to Yo, stay quiet. It costs a lot of money to hide a baby. <laughs> because let me tell you something, if that was my baby, we'd be at every game. Go, Daddy! So oh, he's not playing so no more. So at the end of the day, if you're mad, there's a side baby. You ain't paying 50-50. Now, that's the rule. See? You could be 50-50 until he has a side baby. Gabrielle, you better than this, everything. Gabrielle. You better than this. <laughs> she is. <laughs> she probably used that baby for some broad money. Leverage. She's tripping. I'm saying she's a talented, beautiful woman who does not age. You know what I mean? 
I would have probably made him feel guilty another 15 years. I'm not paying for nothing if you got another baby on there his side. There it is. I don't care. And then... We finally agree with something. Wait, is it the baby that they got? Because she didn't carry that baby. No, no, no. That's their DNA, She stole though. a baby. No, no. That's their DNA. <laughs> There's a Spanish girl. Or another, or well, why didn't they just take that one? You said, I'm going to get us canceled. I'm L'Oreal. That's the lowdown. <laughs> no, <wrong. laughs> Okay, let's move on. I want to know. Gabrielle Union, as accomplished as she <laughs> is, is not going to let... The girl that had like, like that got pregnant by her man. She could have said it was a side baby, and then she takes that baby in. She probably resents That's how that you whole lie. Story. You got to say she was the surrogate. What's wrong with you? The baby's like Puerto Rican. Okay, so is D Wade. His grandmother's grandmother's you know grandmother. What? Don't want to, please go to the next topic. I already said enough. I would have said that. His grandmother's 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 Irish. When I see your guy, I'm gonna paint his nails pink and then see how you like okay, it. Okay, now why should we rush <laughs> to get? Married. ASAP Rocky, somebody who wears nail polish. And Rihanna, do you have something to say about ASAP? He gives very masculine energy. He gives masculine energy. He gives BDE. He does. And I think he has to, I think, to like have Rihanna like, Rihanna looks very happy. She looks, she's glowing. Yeah. Even when she's not See, pregnant. See, he, but he's not, <laughs> man, you can't compare the two. What? You, you just can't said, compare ASAP uh-uh, with nail D-Wade. polish is nail polish. Mm. You said nail polish. I don't like nail polish, but he can get away with it like on some Lenny Kravitz. I just said that. But not, not D-Wade. D-Wade's not a rock star. He's a basketball player that c- probably cuffed his jeans. But he's giving, he's giving. <laughs> cuffed his jeans is crazy. <laughs> so like Cam Newton. Cuff it. <laughs> Cuff it. I'm what? going back to this damn Cam Newton. <laughs> what, we going to talk about his style? He wears nail polish. And I don't like it. <laughs> He's a good looking man. And um, he was like, I, li- I like a clean. I don't know if he wears nail polish, but he looks like he. <laughs> See, he, he I do know he writes in hieroglyphics on his uh, Instagram. Yeah, that's a lot. Who yeah. takes that much time to write a it message? Hurts, he hurts. gives me a headache. It hurts my brain, but yeah. you know, good looking. I can't read it. No. But I guess Jasmine could. That's a... They are cute. Jazz. Together. Jazz, yeah. I Jazzy. Like I like her. I like her. She's funny. You know, she's, and she flies hell and she has body. Do you want to join their relationship? Uh, if it doesn't work out with the next couple of guys, then yes. All right, so Rihanna, she is expecting her second child with the nail polish wearing ASAP Rocky. But according to reports, they're saying that she's not in a rush to get married. Now, people that are close to her are allegedly saying that she does not want to change things right now because financially, speaking of 50-50, it would not make sense for her to get married. Now, she's worth $1.9 billion. That's almost two. And ASAP Rocky is worth $20 million. Mm-hmm. So how come this is not a problem when it comes to anything else? Do you think that she's making him go 50-50? No. But I feel like ASAP wouldn't let her pay everything either. I think Rihanna's like, listen, I, I got this. We good. And I think he says no. I hope, I hope that's the case. She There's looks, no way. I she can't. looks happy, though. So it's probably like that. You're probably right. And I do believe he does have the BDE, like you said. Yeah. And to be honest with you, like even making more, I wouldn't mind taking care of the bills and stuff. But as a man, you would want to take your girl out. You would want to do certain things for her. You want to buy her stuff. So I just couldn't see. And ASAP Rocky don't give bum energy. Yeah. So, like, I know he doesn't, he's not worth nowhere near as much as her, but she wasn't worth look, that just a few years ago. You know, you she was over, bankrupt at one point in time. When you get over five, ten million dollars, like, I think it's a lot of it's the same. Like, what more can you buy? Like, you can buy all the clothes you want, all the jewelry you want. With with the money he makes, he can buy anything he wants. If Rihanna wakes up with ASAP Rocky's money, she's going to kill herself. But? <laughs> like, please believe, because that's Kanye. Right. Well, Kanye, Kanye don't have Kanye's ask money no Kanye. more. Touche. Yeah, Rihanna, don't get. You don't have to get married just yet. Um, 
But I, I see people trying to come for her that, oh, she did it backwards. She had the kids first and didn't get married. But it's not for marriage is not for everybody. So that's the discussion I want to have with you because I actually had that discussion with my boyfriend. It's like, what to you? Because nowadays it seems like everybody is literally having kids first mm. and they feel like that the kids is the order. Kids, then marriage. So do you still believe, because me, I'm old-fashioned. I definitely mm. believe marriage first. Um, I don't feel like I waited this long to be a baby mama. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Do you think marriage first or kids first? I, I think marriage first, and that's probably why I never got to the point of having them. I was always waiting for the perfect situation, which probably never will be perfect. And I didn't want to be a baby mama. Not that, you know, I'm not shaming anyone out there that that is. That is their decision, and I can have my decision. It was I just was never interested in that. So do you, you know? do, like... But looking back now, like, when you get older, you start getting, I won't say more desperate... But you change your standards. Like, they, you do bring them down a little bit. Like, when you're younger, you're like, they gotta be this tall and this, they look like this and have this checklist. That's in your 20s when you are at your peak fertility and peak poppiness. Then your 30s, you're like, all right, well, maybe I'll be open if he's not. Okay, so what? I'll throw the tall out or the money. You, you start taking things off the list. Then 40s, that list start looking real anemic. That's crazy. I've never been the girl that had a list that included looks. I, you gotta look like something because I'm. I need to be with somebody I'm attracted to, and it's more so everybody I've ever been with is is a nice looking guy. But like I never had like a checklist of like he has to be tall, he has to this, he has to that. I know girls that have done that. It's more so I'll be like he has to treat me like this or he has to like I do think of that. I'll be like he has to dress. That's important to me because mm-hmm. I'm a dresser. And uh, you could get your clothes from Macy's. Either way, um, that's my list. More so like um, success level, things like that. But I never looked at like physical appearances. It's funny because you say that often. Like when you're like, girls be like tall, dark, and handsome. I do like an attractive man. Yeah. And I, and I think there's nothing wrong with saying that. Some women like ugly men. I, I've had that before. And we had some bomb ass sex. Mm-mm. I closed my eyes the whole time though. He had a sexy voice. Mm-mm. Like when I tell you like it just won't turn on. But like... I mean, like, we're talking like classically attractive, right? Like with the standard. The no, you got to look good. But when you like, but listen, when you like someone and how they think and how they talk, they start looking sexy to you and they start looking good to you, I think. I mean, <laughs> I agree. <laughs> you agree with yourself? I agree. I agree. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> no, I understand what you're saying. I've definitely, like a Jay-Z effect, right? Like some people say he's not the most attractive, mm-hmm. but what did he say? Um, ain't no such thing as an ugly billionaire. I'm cute. And at the end of the day, if you think about it, money makes you look better, not because you have the money. It's because you could do things with that money to make you look better like Diddy. Diddy, did you see Diddy when he first came out? Yeah. But when he got the face, the skin clear, (laughs) the nice hair, Mm. you get what I'm saying? Steve Harvey. That money can transform you into a snack. What would you give Steve Harvey on a scale of 1 to 10? Now? Shoot. Yeah, yeah. I'll give him a 15 compared to that really? Mr. Potato Head he was so back he, in the day. Mr. Hightower? So a 15. So if he was single. Mr. Hightower so to Steve Harvey Steve today. Steve Harvey was single and now with Marjorie, could he get it? I don't like old men. I'm not like that. You got to be within my okay. age range. Say you're the same age. 75? Yep, say you're 7, whatever he is. <laughs> I don't know what I'm like Steve when Har- I'm 75. No, no. Right now. Okay, say he was your age. Could Steve Harvey get it with his money? And his I wonder what he looked like. Did he have the mustache at my age? Don't worry about all that. No, nah, I Steve need Harvey, all that. Steve, could Steve Harvey get it? I'm not going to lie. If he was Marjorie saw something, I didn't because, <laughs> no. <laughs> you want some too old, man? No. <laughs> What's the oldest you've been with? 
I don't do old men. Like um, when I was uh, younger, I might have had somebody that was in their 30s when I was like maybe 10 years. Okay. Something like I just don't like to this day, like everybody that I date is the most is like three years above or below. Like there's no I'm very funny about age. It's crazy because my homegirls are so much older than me. Like, you know, you. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, You're welcome. I'm in your life to guide you. Yeah, do it. But really, if you think about it, think about majority of my friends mm-hmm. are like 10 plus years older than me. Yeah. Um, I feel like I can learn a lot more from my homegirls. But when it comes to the guys, it's creepy to me. Even though I'm, I'm a grown woman, mm-hmm. it still gives creep to me a little bit. And then it's like uh, there was this one guy I was talking to. Oh, my God. The music choice. My ears would be bleed, and I like old school music, but yeah. just it was too old. Too old, yeah. It went too far. We didn't relate. Like mm-hmm. we, we couldn't. You have some things in common. Yeah, we didn't have nothing in common. I didn't see it. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at kisqali.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning their chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. We're getting a lot off topic today, but we're having a good conversation. No, we are. So, um, anyway, let's bring Miss Lawrence in. Hi, guys. Hi, Claudia. How, How you are doing? You? We both <laughs> in leather. Well. We're both giving leather today. Leather looks. Listen, leather ain't going nowhere. Spring, summer, or fall, or winter. Leather will always be one of those transitional things. One of those transitional pieces, that third piece that always is do the job, you know? But it's not coming with um, me to Mexico, Miss Lawrence. So tell no, me. I, no, I, I do not <laughs> suggest you take it to Mexico. However, if you're going to Mexico, you're going to have some fun in the sun. It is time for you to pull out those bikinis, those Woo! swimsuits. And there's a multitude of new trends that's happening um, with swimwear this season. Of course, you can always go with your traditional one-piece bathing mm-hmm. suit, but people are getting really, really creative and really, um, really forward with the underboob. The underboob is inevitable; it's never going anywhere. I love an underboob. I already saw Listen. her underboob, and it's already ten o'clock. In the Today, morning. I showed her my underboob. <laughs> yeah. We took some pictures, and I had underboob out, Miss Lawrence. Was just everywhere. I love it. I love it. Yes. Keep the underboob out, honey, because listen, bikini tops, for whatever reason, are becoming smaller. The the thong bikinis are becoming skinnier. And you know what else I'm noticing people are doing? They're they're adding, you know, jewels and hardware to their bikinis. So, you know, like little hardware rings and little circles and stuff yeah. as, uh, as opposed to your typical cutouts is a super, super popular trend. High waist bikinis yes. are, are really, really uh, popping right now. And that old vintage cut of a bikini uh, top and bottom is coming back. I love and it. I think that all, I think that works really good, especially for those. Look, I'm going to say those of us, myself included, even though I don't wear bikinis, 
but that are still struggling with, a, you know, those last little bits of COVID weight yes. that might have come. High-waist bikinis and swimsuit bottoms and tops are really, really, really good. Not just that, Miss um, Lawrence. We also like food and drink. So when we're on well, these trips, we eat right. that. So the bathing suit kind of just saves you a little bit. And I gotta say, exactly. It <laughs> saves the day. You can you can order that margarita and those fries and that burger while you lay it out and just pull that bikini up, honey. You sound like you Claudia. I always gain mad, like, I, I when I go on vacation, I, like, work out before I go and I get to a good place. And then the first day, I trick it all off having, like, four pina coladas, 5,000 calories. And then I'm, like, regretting it in the picture. But then Don't you also encourage like, others to do the same because actually... But, you know what happens? It seems like when you go on vacation, and myself included, you go and you be like, I know I have always, I go on vacation, like, you know what, I'm going to bring my... My sneakers, I'm going to work out, I'm going to do this. And then I'm, I never used of, my sneakers on vacation. Happens. I, none of it I actually do. Happens. I work out every single day on vacation. Are you kidding every, me? Because I know I'm going to drink those drinks, and I'm older than y'all, so the weight don't just go like that. So I I feel like I'm evening it out a little bit. Nah, nah. When I get home or when I before I get there, it's before I have the vacation, it's for vacationing. You're going to jog me in Mexico? How? It's no. three miles. Right I, I walk with my mascalita. Wait, oh, my God. You not do you do three miles every day yeah. when you're on vacation? Yes, yeah. I run on the beach. What? I get to see the beach. I, I film it. I try to inspire other people. None of my friends ever want to go. And with me, you, like I film idiots like Claudia while I'm drinking my pina colada. Who's the idiot when you have a pooch and I'm gonna be looking snatched? Who's the guy? Vacation. Be the idiot? I'm sorry, but working out is not for vacation. Yes, it is. No, it's not. You gotta go back I'm, to your real I'm, life looking I'm crazy. Kind of with I'm three days. With now, I do leave town with the intentions on keeping my regular workout regimen. <laughs> mm-hmm. For whatever reason, I get there and it never happens. It just right. never happens. Right. And you know what? I didn't but mean I, to call Claudia an idiot. I know. You're so mean <laughs> to me. Like, it's so hard. I was like, I felt offended. I felt away. But you know what? Because you say? offended me when you said you wanted to work out I on vacation. I offend you because I am prioritizing my cardiovascular health and my fitness. I offend you because I want to live longer, Loria. Miss Lawrence, I work my arm to my my mouth, oh, especially yes. on vacation. Vacation? Oh, yes. you're, not, you're not by yourself now. You're not by yourself. <laughs> mouth, mouth, throat. You ain't by yourself. I'm in talking. Listen, I cannot leave out my beautiful women of a certain age that may not want to be as revealing while they're on vacation. But they can't wear a t-shirt though, Miss Lawrence. Don't put the no, t-shirt on no, in the no, pool. No. We're not doing t-shirts. But you know what's, <laughs> what's becoming more popular? What's that? And it's on trend. Long sheer sleeves with your bathing suit. Yeah, I think it's I think it's super sexy as well, and it gives you know it, again that woman of a certain age, or maybe you're you're you know can be insecure about like I don't like my arms, but I put them out anyway. But you're insecure about your arms, or whatever. A really thin sheer sleeve paired with your bikini top or your bathing suit or your swimsuit or whatever works perfectly and it's super super cute and on trend like right now and you can get all of that at Macy's I want us to touch on a couple trending topics really quickly um let's talk about Little Meech and Summer Walker I actually saw Little Meech at the airport in Atlanta Mm -hmm. just the other day I was making sure it wasn't no guns. So I patted oh, him down. Uh-oh. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. Because <laughs> remember, he Not got at caught the at the airport. You know, Atlanta airport don't play that with them guns. They don't care who you are. Nope. They got him last time. And he was like, you know, I'm a minor and my 
Security might have put that in there. He tried that minor thing. He, he did really try it. That. He well, somebody else he's trying to summer walker. So they say the two of them are now an item. They're dating. She actually blew her spot up because they were saying that they messed around, but she blew her spot up by trying to make a joke. And when she made a joke, she screenshotted her phone and she was on FaceTime with him. So she posted the screenshot, not realizing that he was in the corner of it. And blew up her own damn spot. Listen, we all know what that is. We all know what that is. I love Summer Walker. I love Meech. I actually knew Meech's father. I knew I knew the original Big yeah. Meech back in the day. But let me tell you something. The girls know what they be doing, honey. Taking that screenshot, acting like you're doing something. You, you know exactly what's in your background. And you was letting all them DM girls know. Uh-huh. He, she was let, she was sitting, sending a very clear message. Um, but I do love her tactics to let the people know he's mine. Yes. That's cute. I'm here for it. It was cute, right? We have to let the broads know. Uh-huh. And she got a brand new project. You can tell it's heavily inspired by Erica Badu. Mm. Y'all should go check that out. It's called Soft Life. So um, that's the name. I, of I want a soft life for her because she's been through some things. Soft. Clear too. Clear too, soft life. Okay, so she, even though she's been outside with sexy red and Sukiyana, that's not giving a soft life. But maybe me, she's gonna give her a soft life. As in Wait, less drama. Summer Walker's been hanging out with Sukiyana, Sukiyana, and sexy red. Pound town, wow. just left pound town. And that's wow. my girl. I love sexy I love red. It. Shout out to her. But it. somebody did try to come for Summer Walker's head on social media, and they was like, "Oh, so how many dudes you gonna let get you pregnant?" And she was like, as many as I can afford to take care of these children. I'm rich. You know, it'd be, the, so men, it, it be the men that's that so have... That's so disrespectful. They're so it, rude. It'd be the men that have, have their nerve, have had their frequent flyer miles to the, the Planned Parenthood. 11 and, baby mamas. And, and got mad baby goes around them going to tell somebody about their thing. Like, mind your business. Exactly. Uh, Jay-Z and Beyonce, let's talk about them. They purchased a home that was originally listed for $296 million. They purchased it for $200 million dollars one of the most expensive homes period in california and guess what that's not their main residence it's their weekend home the okay weekend house. the wow. weekday house is right down the street wow. child it's not wow. far in listen, beverly hills I, I, I am here for it listen that lady and that man that's a very very hard working couple and they also work very smart so listen we are supposed to enjoy the fruits of our labor um I can't imagine what that's like to own a $200 million weekend weekend home. home. Okay. (laughs) I can't imagine, but it must be nice. With them, though, like... That that's so. I uh, I always talk to my friends about the two family income. I mean, the two person income. Like you can do so much more, but they're like next level. And with them, they also give back a lot of money. Like they do a lot of. A lot. They give a lot to a lot of social justice causes under yeah. the radar without advertising it, so you know it's real. Like they pay for yeah. like the defense of a lot of people mm-hmm. that are wrongfully uh, accused, yes. or they try to. They, they, they don't say anything. They about say it. they just do it. So they deserve all the blessings that 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 are being bestowed upon them. And I like that you said that, Claudia, because a lot of people have been speaking out about that 50-50 conversation. Oh, I can never do that. I can never. But then when they see Beyonce and Jay-Z, they like, oh, goals. No, sis, you said you can never. You wasn't bringing no money to the table. So you that can't be goals for you. You know what I mean? You know what's so crazy? Because people, speaking of the 50-50 thing, because I saw that somewhere. We, we were it comes up every other that. week at this point, right? Mm-hmm. But, like, I think that's the new thing. It's like, which one is it? Some men, you know, the super, I guess, misogynistic ones, the ones that are extremely, you know, uh, want to be in control of everything, you know, 
it's cool for them, but then you also say you want a, a strong black woman. And a woman can be strong and, and be a strong black woman mm-hmm. without having to match their man or whatever the case may be. But it's it's such a joy um, and an honor to see women, black women, who for so long have been, you know, not be able to share equitable space right. with, our, with their male counterparts. And so to see them to be able to contribute 50% in a household, that's an honorable thing. And, and FII, a lot of households, it's a hundred percent, okay? Because some of these men well, yeah, no, are bums. A lot of the households, yeah, no. But I'm speaking <laughs> for for the ones where there are two parent households, yeah, and are two are uh, two person household, a uh, husband and wife, a boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever case they be, and they're both contributing because it's like, yeah, you ain't the only strong one. I'm strong, and I'm a boss bitch, and yeah, you go always be that man. So. You know, I, I'm here for it. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm definitely here for it. I, I like that, to me, the ideal situation is knowing I'm able to contribute 50-50, offering, and the man says, I know you got it, but I want to take care of you. Like, I... That's cool, too. I like that, too. Like, and the, I, I just like feel like that, that se- yeah. I feel like that's sexy. You know, I've been in 50-50 situations, and it's cool... But I, and I also don't want someone to just take care of everything because I feel like they have all the control and the power. And it just makes me kind of feel bad sometimes. Yeah, like you should. I'm just like damn, so I'm just swimming in my money, and you. Yeah, it should just all struggling be taking care of me. We're we're all adults, <laughs> and I don't think anyone should just let someone just take care of all the no. bills. Like we're all growing. No, I'm gonna tell y'all something for real. Don't like when y'all. I, I don't know what you all's. You know your your if y'all have companions or. Relationships, I got a boo. But <laughs> li- literally. Literally look after them. Like make sure they good. Cause they men, especially black men, they they will work very hard. Most of them, right. not saying all of them, right. most of them will work very hard to take care of their family and provide for their family that they neglect themselves. And, that is true. You know, I just experienced that with my father. And you know, we don't black men especially don't always show the warning signs. Like they don't show it. You know what I'm saying? And so I definitely think that. Um, yes, it is sexy for the man to take the lead and, and, you know, be in control of everything, but just as, as the, as the companion, as the partner, as the suitable helper, as some would describe it, just make sure they're okay too. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And uh, Miss Lawrence, we want to thank you so much for stopping by and dropping your gems on us as you always do. Yes. Let the folks know. And we, first of all, we're going to give you your flowers really quickly. The Purpose Ball <laughs> was quite a success. Yeah. We yes, saw it that was. thing everywhere oh, with some controversies around yeah. it. People was upset. Listen, People was happy. It was, it was more than. I knew it was going to be a success. I did it. I partnered with, obviously, Mary J. Blige and the Strength of a Woman Festival. And they reached out to me to do the, to host the ball or to do the ball uh, for them. And um, so I had to work closely with Live Nation. Live Nation, you know, that's a company or a corporation. This was very new for them. Mm-hmm. It was new for Mary's team, every, the Ayers agency, shouts out to Ashana Ayers. It was very new to all of them. I love me some Ashana. So they had no idea. <laughs> they had no idea what was going on. Um, and it's like, I know at one point we were talking about having you all as judges and yeah. everything. But then when they saw that, like, ticket sales originally wasn't doing what they are, you, what Live Nation is used to. You know, Live Nation is used to saying, oh, so-and-so is coming to concert mm-hmm. and then, you know, shows are selling out in a week or whatever. And I'm like, y'all, this is ballroom. It operates the complete 
opposite. Right. They're very last minute. Because so what happens is people in ballroom, the people that like to compete, they find out what the ball is, find out which categories they want to walk. And then they start to prepare for their category, which means they're spending money on their categories and their effects and stuff. The last thing they're going to do on their list is buy the ticket. They do that right. at the last minute. Right. And so I told them, I'm like, listen, y'all, y'all are going. So they like, they like, oh, we got to stop spending money. We can't spend no more money on judges and stuff. I'm like, okay, whatever. Mm -hmm. But I told them, I said, listen, the day of y'all are going to gag. And lo and behold, it, it, uh, it was, it was a crazy day. But I pulled up to that venue and the line was literally down the street. That is they crazy. To, they, we got to capacity and they they had to stop letting people in. Like it was insane. Wow. And I'm I'm so grateful the turnout was what it was because the goal of the purpose ball was is is a, is in aiding in bridging the gap between the black queer and the black straight, the black LGBTQ and the black hetero community. Mm -hmm. And this was one of the first balls, and I've been a part of ballroom almost 20 years, and this is the first ball where you have seen a huge mixture of hetero people and LGBTQ people. It has never happened, so we literally broke records. And one of my oh, yeah. the most exciting categories that we had for that night was Mother versus Mother Best Dress. And it was the mothers of some of the ballroom um competitors that came and they were able to dress their mom up since it was on Mother's Day. That's so cool. Up, and they walked them down a runway. And just to see that and to see how we've invited our parents in our space so that they can see, you know, how we've been making it all this time without always the help of them. It just really warmed my heart and it definitely served the purpose for the ball. So thank y'all for even mentioning it. Of course. On the um, Undressing Room podcast. I appreciate well, it. And y'all gonna be at the next one because we we're are. Planning. Hopefully we're not gonna have to wait a whole entire year. We could do one like in between or something because we, we yeah. really want to attend. I've been wanting to get into the ballroom scene. I've been asking my people around Dallas like I want to go and, and, and mm -hmm. just be involved. So I've been hearing a lot about it. My friend Trey tells me all of the in the inner workings and it sounds fascinating. I didn't know nothing till I watched Pose to be honest. Mm. I'm not gonna act like yeah. I knew of of yeah. everything. And then I saw the show that Meg the Stallion was a judging. Legendary. Legendary. Yeah, so legendary. That was a yeah. good show. So I think that yeah. got me into it. And once I say, I'm like, oh, nah, this is dope. So I know that this is going to be even more successful than it already was yeah. for you. So we're looking yeah. forward to that. Where can the people find you, Miss Lawrence? Y'all can find me on social media, Miss Lawrence, uh, M-I-S-S-L-A-W-R-E-N-C-E. -S -S -E. That is on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Perfect. And we will see you next time, right? Yes, see y'all next week. All Bye. right, thank you, Ms. Lawrence. Bye-bye. Okay. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Okay, so now let's dive into the DMs. Now, I feel like we need to change the name of this segment because we're going to either get them from my DM, your DM, the Unjustified Podcast DM. So we just sliding in them. 
Slide right. in anyone's DMs. Well, I don't know if you have anything over there, but I got one, Chad. Okay, let's hear it. So there was a guy I used to date, right? Mm-hmm. Many, 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 many moons ago. And apparently he still follows me. I don't follow him. So I was going through my DMs to try to find something interesting and juicy for you guys. And he sends me a picture, you know, the little emoji of the baby. Yeah. And he goes, whenever you're ready, let me know. Oh, wow. But how do you, like, I haven't even heard from this person, spoken to this person, reached out or even tried to speak to this person. Is he person. good looking? He was a nice looking Would guy. Would he be a good sperm donor? I don't care. I'm in a whole relationship. But not just that. It's just crazy that, like, hi, how you doing? Yeah. How you been? You good? That is, he did skip a few steps. A few? Yeah, he he went from zero to 100 real quick. Well, you're looking for a baby maker. Want me to just slide him over to um, you? I don't know. I, I That shit may have failed. <laughs> is it? I don't know. What do, what do you mean by that? I'm 50. Brat is pregnant, and I just went to her baby shower this weekend. I think she's 48, right? <clears throat> Brat's 48. She's Brat is she's close to 50. Either way, Janet Jackson had her child at 50 as well. Should I try to get pregnant? I think so. Isn't this the golden year? It is, but I, all right, we'll see. I'm not going to lie. Don't invite me. I can't go to no more baby showers. No more oh, baby. Oh, you're, you're going to be the godmother. What are you talking about? Oh, my God, no. Yes, my, I want to My godchild is so expensive. Why are coats $600 for kids? Because you're going to the expensive places. You better take, go. go well, you them. know, y'all bougie ass. You know. Go to Macy's. Get them on sale. Get the good deals. Take advantage of the good value you get at Macy's. So I did go to Macy's. And um, Macy's, she picked the most expensive coat there, too. Oh, so it's her. <laughs> It's my friend. It's her. It's my friend, but it's okay. We we going you know when it's your first child, you gotta get all the good stuff. So are you gonna respond? In closing, are you gonna respond to this guy? I'm gonna say Claudia says she's willing and able. Send me a picture. Uh-huh. Height, weight, everything. I need to see his teeth. Mm, he's very athletic, nice looking guy. All right. You might like this one. Hey, slide him over. I'm not gonna lie. I don't know what his finances is looking like. That's though. fine. I'm a, I'm a trick. Are you? Yeah. Last time I spoke to him, he said his phone got cut off. Ooh. <laughs> does, he have wi- does he have Wi-Fi? He, just get on the Wi-Fi. <laughs> he had Wi-Fi. Okay, That's okay. how he was able to hit me. All right. Well, there's those free Obama phones out there. So. <laughs> okay. What about you? I'm trying to find one that I can read on this podcast because someone wanted me to sit somewhere and I can't really say where they want me to sit. Okay. All right. All know. right. No, I can't. Or do you want to get it ready for the next episode? I will find one for the next episode. Okay. So, all right. I got one more then. Okay. So I told y'all that we would touch on that ghosting topic and that oh. I would reach out to that guy. Do you remember? I'm so proud of you. So I did reach out to him. and Why I was, did he ghost you? Did he tell you? So at first he sent me like a whole list of things and I didn't want to open the message because I was like, oh my God, all this list of things for me. He had a whole list for you. Well, because I told him we were talking about it on the podcast. Okay. And I said I really wanted to know. I was interested because I didn't care. Like to think about it. But when we got to talking about it, then I got a little curious. So I asked him, so he sent me a whole list, like, this is the reason why people ghost people. I'm like, no, idiot, you. Why did you ghost me? (laughs) Right? So basically, so when I met him, and I feel like this happens to me all the time, uh, he was like fresh out of a relationship, but we had knew each other already. Like we were Mm -hmm. cool or whatever, Mm -hmm. but we started hanging out when he was fresh out of a relationship. And like, everything was fine. Like we were cool. So I asked him why. And he said the reason why was because he feels like I'm a lover girl, like, you know, and felt like things would progress with us very quickly. And at the time, that was something I wasn't ready for. 
So to me, because he was fresh out the relationship or whatever. So to me, I I don't see anything wrong with that because I am. I'm the type of girl that like you're not going to be able to pull one over on. So you got a good answer to your ghosting question. It wasn't a bad answer. That's, it was a good thing. I, I wish more people would stop ghosting and tell the person so you can grow from it or learn from it instead of just wondering forever what happened. And I, you know, I said that to him, too. I was like, well, don't you think that's something you should just tell somebody? Because we was cool. And then it got to the point where I'm like, nah, I don't really rock with him because he just whatever. Mm -hmm. And his response was, well, I'm not going to try to change who you are. Like, that's like, that's the kind of person that's good that that's who you are. But that's just not what I was ready for. So my thing is this. Why do people get involved even in situations where it's sexual, this, that, or where feelings get involved? If they know they're not ready, shouldn't they be in the house? Because people are <laughs> selfish and they would they need to stay home and chill and get out the way and do the work first before they go mess up someone else's life. But most people are selfish. Yeah, it's like, don't get nobody's number. Don't pass go. Don't collect $200. I don't understand what's the problem. And like people will be like, oh, what? But I told you that this is what... Mm -hmm. And it's like... No, you got my number. We went out to eat. Like, you're doing all the things to show that you... Acting just like you're in a relationship or a boyfriend and then say, we're not really together. Why do people do this? People like to waste time and people are cowards. People don't like to tell the truth. People are afraid of rejection. So I'll just tell you what you want to hear or I'll just ghost you so you don't have a chance to reject me. That's what I think. Well, I did what I said I was going to do this week. Very proud of you. Thank you. Um, do I feel any differently? No. I feel like you could have said that then, and I probably would have been like, oh, get out of here. Because mm -hmm. sometimes people think you want something that you, you ain't even asked for. Fellas, <laughs> not all women want to marry your stinking ass. We all don't want to marry all of you. Some of y'all we want to have fun with. Some of you we just want to just talk to you or just hang out and go eat. Stop sweating yourself. Don't think every woman, oh, if I get with her, she don't want to wife me or be my wife. Not always the case. Exactly. Don't fly to yourself. And FYI, if you were the woman that just went, now you're a hoe. So you can't win. We can't win. That's why you could always lie and say your number's three. There you go. <laughs> and uh, we're going to get out of here. I'm <laughs> <laughs> Jessamine Podcast, brought to you by Macy's. Make sure you rate, review, subscribe, and tell a friend to tell a friend. And uh, don't tell the friend that you're number three, because Claudia now blew the spot, and now everybody knows that you're lying. If you're over 45, say seven. It's more believable. They're not going to believe three at that age. There you go. I you wouldn't watch. believe either of those numbers, and we will see you next week. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Unjust and Run podcast. And be sure to check out all of our shows on the Urban One Podcast Network.